There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. The choice of a lawyer is important and shouldn't be based on an ad. If you're seriously hurt in an accident, you'll want all the money you deserve. That's called justice. But there wouldn't be lawyers if justice was easy. No, justice is not easy. It's fought for and it's won. At Brown and Crouppen, we fight for justice every day. If you want some, call 222-2222. Because at Brown and Crouppen, justice is our business. Rise and shine, St. Louis. It's the Brown and Crouppen Morning After on KPN-TFM HD2, Collinsville, St. Louis. At the Morning After STL on YouTube and on TMASTL.com with Tim McKernan, Doug Vaughn, Iggy Strode, The Plowboy, and Action Jackson. 707 in St. Louis, you are listening to TMA, presented to you by Brown and Crouppen. Welcome, friends, to the Munganass St. Louis Acura. Alton Toyota, 7 o'clock hour. Timothy Michael McCartney, Douglas Elvin, Vaughn, Darren. I think it's P. Atkins. I was going P, too, but yeah. I, then I didn't feel right. Was it P? Yeah, Pietro. 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 Oh, oh, that's nice. Is that your OnlyFans name? <laughs> that oh, I like uh, that. <laughs> Darren Pietro. And, uh, <laughs> and then, of course, uh, Jackson, you're in the Horton Watkins studios, right? Yo, yo. Yeah, yeah. We want to know how many okay. people in the flow would like to just let themselves go and do what you like. Digital Underground album sex packets? I don't know. God. I don't think it was 91, so I'm going to go 89 because it gets me 88 and 90. That's the thought process. Okay. <laughs> well, I don't know the years, Tim. Jackson does. Uh, the year you're looking for, Tim, is 19 and 90. Whew. Oh. oh. Whew. That was on the same album as the Humpty Dance. Remember that? Did you know that no, no. Shock G and Humpty Hump were the same guy? That's stunning. Absolutely stunning. Or was it Money B? Uh, I, don't, I just don't know. I don't know. I didn't listen then. I'm not listening now. I don't know. Fix the damn skeleton because oh. I cannot listen to Sinbad anymore. The millennial is not happy to start the show. Kind of did it as a meta play. I told you guys a few days ago. I, Holy I crap! There are a lot of texts. I didn't even realize that. Mm. Somebody, have you been the one reading through them? Usually, yeah. I kind of, like, see, yeah. I sifted, the through text in. sifted through them, see if anybody respected it. I think we should play Sinbad every day. <laughs> That's <laughs> who we are. That's our very foundation. The show is based around that particular interview. <laughs> you walked in right when Sinbad was giving a hot take, and you knew it's a special day today. It is. I feel like we should at least interview him again. He's still alive and around, isn't he? I haven't that seen was like much 20, of him lately. Uh, he actually has an illness. He has been battling has he yeah yeah he's probably what 60 is he 60 to go over yeah i think a little yeah, over, go over. Too. 66 yeah. oh okay it's darren sinbad all day mm. atkins it was nice to hear sinbad to start this friday off i haven't heard him in a while that's from scott's wrinkled ball sack not his wife though not his wife. Who would have ever thought the entire st louis audience would just have sinbad stuffed down their throat on a daily basis <laughs> 
It's a good um, interview, too. I don't know why they're pissed about it. And I'm going to say, that was the first time I actually listened to the interview since the actual interview. <laughs> I, don't, I don't listen to anything when I leave here. It was actually pretty good. Was it a good one? He was funny. Yeah, I tell you, I got those, like, 15, nine-minute straight-to-the-webs in there somewhere. You can throw those in a skeleton if you oh, need I'd to kill nine minutes. I'd love to throw all those into a skeleton. Who are those with? Who are those interviews with? All Sinbad? I, know, I came in earlier this year, and I edited, like, 15 of them. We finally found them, To make sure I took the them, 590s right? out of there. And, but who are the people being interviewed? Oh, you got Jamie Lynn Sigler. You got, uh, who's the guy that played Roger Maris in 60, or played uh, Mickey Mantle in 61? Barry Pepper. Barry Pepper. Barry Peppish. Uh, he's in there. He played Roger Maris, right? Not Mickey Mantle. No, he played Mickey Mantle. No, he played Maris. Mickey Mantle was Thomas Jane. Yeah. Thomas Jane was Macaulay Culkin's character in... Years. My girl oh. with Anna. Do you say Schlumsky? I, I never Klumsky. said. I've never and she was in it. Veep. Veep. Yeah. Yeah. And Thomas Jane was in uh, Hung with my girl Anna. What's her name? <laughs> How could it be your girl if you don't even uh, know her name? She just passed away in a car accident. Anne Hesh. Anne Hesh. Oh. Wait. There's a movie called Hung, and it's not a porn. No, it's a uh, HBO show. Wow. Huge. He mess. lost his job, and his wife divorced him, and um. And his wife was Anna, Anne Hayes in that. And um, he had a big schlong, so he oh. uh, he went into a male escort service. Oddly enough, he was also in Boogie Nights. Well, Thomas right, Jay was? Thomas Jane, yeah. yeah. He played the uh, actor who came to the Burt Reynolds pool that day and started hanging out with uh, yeah, Marky Mark and the other dude. Sent him down a bad path. Yeah. Huh. Alfred Molina. Right? Yep. He had Did the you mustache. realize that, Doug? No. The no. The big mustache. Thomas Big mustache, yeah, porn stash. Well, who else? Who are some of these other people that you interviewed? Uh, I, I forgot. There's like 15 of them. Oh, well. Uh, KJ No Town says, Me personally, I'd like to hear the one with the mom from Seventh Heaven. You don't hear enough from her these days. Who is she? Oh, why don't you try to get her on? I'm sure you've lined up a bunch of guests for us that haven't shown up. So. Oh. What about Anne Hesh? Yeah, what about her? Um, Seventh Heaven, that? that's a throwback. Well, who's the who's the actress who's got the like I got mind that she can remember stuff from fifty years ago? Oh yeah, uh, redhead. Uh, yeah, I forgot her name. Oh gosh, wow. interviewed her. She can remember everything. We can't remember her name. Seventh Heaven has Maitland no. Ward. No, no. no. Oh. Was it Beverly Mitchell that you? No, used? no, I'm talking about. Oh, God, my memory's gone. Who's in there? Eric Roberts is in there. <laughs> Talked a lot about uh, Mr. Brightside video. Yeah, we talked about that. Mary yeah, Lou like, Henner. Yes, that's who it is. Got like 100 million views for some reason. The Mr. Brightside videos? Yeah, it's, I don't know why. Uh, I don't know. I can't remember. There's so many in there. Just, but if they're in there somewhere, I don't know where. I, I've saved them in the Iggy Straight to the Web folder. Wow. Dude, people are still writing reviews on 7th Heaven. Wanda <laughs> Smith, three days ago, wrote a review about the show 7th Heaven. It's just weird. I haven't even thought about that show in 20 years. Well, Wanda has an, an itch to write, and she just wants to <laughs> to get that out there. She'd like to be heard. Joan Rivers is in there when I told her I'd bang her. Julie Andrews is in there when I... So what was it like when your husband said, Hey, Mary Poppins, the top's got to come off? Was that a big hit, or did she not like that? What was... Yeah, she said that was... Uh, he had written that like eight years prior, and they finally did it. I don't think it was a huge hit, but it was... It was a good movie, SOB. Yeah, it was decent. Yeah. Hi, Iggy. How are you? I know. It, I can't even believe it's 30 years. Nobody. 
Who was that guy? <laughs> yeah, who wasn't that dude again? Nino Blackwood. I know. Mm, boy, that's a smoking <laughs> voice there. God I mean, almighty. That's, that's three packs a day. It's gotta be. She's always had that voice. <laughs> so anyway, if somebody wants to search. Would that be? <laughs> no one's gonna search those. I wouldn't know where to look. You came in and did it. I know. How's anyone else supposed them. to find I it? I saved them back in the Iggy's interview. I folder. thought Jackson stumbled across them one day. I could be wrong. Yeah, they were saved in the nether regions of her hard drive. I don't know how I found them. Yeah, they were in they like were the, the metaverse. Oh. <laughs> well, okay. I'm not plugging myself. It's just no. They were fairly, <laughs> they're, all, they're all fairly decent, funny interviews. Look, so. I'll be honest. Anything to help the skeleton out. Yeah, I'm all for. Have these interviews ever played before? <laughs> yeah, we used to have on Inside STL. There was a uh, a section there, Iggy Straight to the Web. So it's probably been at least five to eight years that these have oh, been yeah. played those, all over. The <clears throat> those have all disappeared. If you type up anything Inside STL Straight to the Web, they're gone. Wasn't it just this week that they found some old Beatles stuff that hadn't been released? Yeah. This is going to be just like that. Iggy's lost interviews. Same scale as the Beatles. How lost is it music. possible that they just find music? What? I guess they recorded something and Did they never the put attic? it on. No, they is record that... something, never put it on an album, and somebody going through the old files at some studio. Didn't Paul McCartney sell, it. or didn't Michael Jackson buy all the Beatles stuff? I think he might have. I thought he sold them again. That may be wrong. We should sell all our old stuff. Yeah, we should. We should sell our Sinbad interview. <laughs> <laughs> Where would we do, Who would take these, it? Would you go to Sotheby's? Gotta put that, I, I think so. Put that up for auction next yeah. to like a JFK suit. And mm-hmm. well, I guarantee else. you there's some stations that would buy all of our stuff. Oh, now how can you guarantee wow. such a thing? Guys, that's what we don't get enough of every show. Iggy. That's from Chairman Steve oh. in Wildwood. He is... Yeah, now you're starting again. He's starting... <laughs> there was detente for a few mm-hmm. weeks. Yeah. yeah, it's back. It's like these guys oh. that we mend fences and then they start again. They launch another Scud missile at you. Scud missile. Steve in Wildwood's firing Scuds from... Yeah, it seems like it, yeah. What was that guy's name on the CNN when it was bombing Iraq? They called him the Scud... Stud Scud or something Dud, like that. Scud Stud. Yeah. Uh, I remember he wore the the brown bomber's jacket. Yeah, good-looking dude. I, I don't remember. He kind of disappeared from the scene right after that. Yeah, a lot of people who made their names in certain things like the Iraq War and the O.J. Simpson trial, they were all big then, and then they all kind of just disappeared. Arthur Kent. Arthur yeah, Kent. Yeah, How did you find that, Jackson? Did you just... I typed in Scud Stud. <laughs> this stuff isn't easy, Doug. <laughs> no. <laughs> That's why you have to go to four years of journalism. Exactly yeah. right. Uh-huh. I'm Tony Raleigh back here. Just oh, looking I, things up. Typing no is missions. the most important thing in journalism. Yep. Speed typing. I told you it's the best class I ever took. Yeah, me it's too. The, it's the class I used the most was keyboarding, typing. We were supposed to have to be able to type 60 words a minute to get into journalism school. Is that right? Yeah, Holy they told crap. us so there will be a test, and if you can't type 60 words a minute, you can't get in. At my old job... They, they never did test us, but I guess that made people practice it. At my old do- job, there was, like, t- random tests, like, we would take because we were bored sometimes. Yeah. I had 102 words a minute. Oh, look at you and your good. fingers. Yeah. I think that was the best I, I did, was 102. You would have made somebody a nice secretary. I, I'm a good typist. Yeah. It's embarrassing. I still type with one finger. Oh, why? Hunt and peck. Oh, I watch people do that. I know where every key is, so I'm not sitting there searching. I kind of noted, but I can't do two hands. My mom used to the be same thing. She's a. She's been writing stories for 40 years. 
In high school, I took <clears throat> I took typing in high school, and I was fairly decent at it. But then I just mm-hmm. stopped doing it. You know the. I think it's the J and the G both have little ridges on the keys, so without looking, you're supposed to be able to find the home row. That's how, yeah. yeah. They had those on the covers. Our, yeah. our keyboards, we covered the entire semester. You couldn't see a keyboard at all. Yeah. You do that. Yeah. I was always at home alone, <laughs> working towards my dreams. <laughs> Who came up with the idea of where the letters would be? Probably it was Darnell Coles, wasn't it? I don't think it was. That was his grandfather, Demetrius. <laughs> but, it, I mean, it works okay. You, yeah. you, you would have thought their, their first instinct would have just to be line them up, ABCD, you know, on down the line. But they didn't do that at all, and it works just fine. I bet you there were some thought to what were the most common words to be typed where, like... Common letters, yeah. Yeah, where it would be, yeah. I think that might be it. Yeah, I'm sure it is. Every so often when I have to, I have them all saved in my in my TV. Like every so often Hulu will say, <clears throat> sign in. And I actually have a book that has all my passwords in it. But sometimes it'll be like the keyboard. And Hulu, I think, has just A, B, C, D, E right across. Mm-hmm. So that's easy. You know, if I got to type in, I guess look. But if it's on, a, on my, um, what do you call it? My remote, I got to type it in, yeah. and I got to go over there. Like, and they sat at like the keyboard. I go, oh God, there, there, takes me forever. Why don't Why don't I do that? Just A B C D. Oh right gosh, across. I don't know. I don't know. I have a great, great snowball. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why that's one of my favorite drops. I don't own a snowboard. Story. We all chipped in and got my dad one once for Christmas when he lived at Lake of the Ozarks when he was seventy something. I don't think it ever snowed again after we got him the snowblower. <laughs> I don't think he ever used the thing. <laughs> Go borrow it. <laughs> well, this I'm going back 30-some-odd years. That's actually really funny. Yeah. Never used it. It's <laughs> a great snowblower. Terrific little snowblower. I bet you didn't have going, what the hell Never needed it. In my garage. <laughs> I think I shoveled maybe one time all last summer, winter, last winter. But the Farmer's Almanac will always bring you to, oh, this could be a bad winter. This is going to be a tough yeah. storm. Oh, yeah. Every year you could be, this is going to be it. Did you see the woolly worms? Oh, boy, they were thick. It's going to be nice today, Doug. Almost 70 today. Yeah. That's wild. Into next week, too. So we'll almost be out of November. Well, it's only, the, what, the third? Maybe halfway through, still nice weather. Yeah. I'll take it. Take it for sure. I'm spending my afternoon at Munganass getting my oil change at that wonderful service department. Really? Doug sponsor the 7 o'clock hour is Munganass. Going to get some snick snacks there? I'll get a, yeah, probably a Mountain Dew Baja Blast and a Mm. Snickers. And uh, probably talk to Clayton. I haven't seen the boys in a while, so I'm excited to go out there and get the van all camping ready to go. Mm. That's a nice place to go and just kind of hang out. I love it. StLouisAccurate.com and AltonToyota.com. That is where you can go uh, and support the sponsors, the official automotive provider of TMA and the Tim McKernan Show podcast. It's Mungan St. Louis Acura and Alton Toyota, 314-252-0029. The secret number, that's Mungan St. Louis Acura and Alton Toyota. Now that, uh, I, now that I said it's a fun place to hang out, they're probably not that keen on people just hanging drop, out, just dropping by. Can I help you look at a car? No. Just here to look. Just here to hang out. I'll be up in the snack shop if you need me. <laughs> Probably not what they're looking for. 
So I'll take that back. It's a nice place to hang out if you have business there. Not if you just walk in the streets. Do not just hang out. No. No, probably not. Doug, what do you think of Missouri's uniforms? Uh, well, I'm okay except for the white helmet. Doesn't need to be a white helmet. Black pant, white jersey, white helmet, is that white right? White helmet's what I saw. Jackson, is that what your dream was? Didn't you say you had a dream about uh, their uniforms? A vision. Oh, yeah. a vision. Yeah, a little different. Vision is like uh, some sort of intervention, you know. A dream is your subconscious. So uh, I feel more strongly about vision. But my vision was upside down. It was black helmets with white pants. So now it's black pant, white helmet. Yeah. So I don't know what to think about that. Doug, how do you feel about it? Well, I would like to see the black helmet. I, I would like to see him pick a helmet, the best helmet, the block M helmet, and stick with it. That's what I'd like. That that jersey helmet combo that they're both not in Georgia is not a winning combo. No! It doesn't, doesn't look it great. Ain't, uh, like the biggest game in probably the program's mm. probably the last five years. Oh, more than that. More than that, for sure. I just didn't want to miss a game, so I didn't want to say like 10 or 15, but... I think I was very underwhelmed yeah. of the combo that they're busting out. You want like to do the it uniform up. that the jobber would wear. Yeah, that that's not an upset in the making uniform. No. It just isn't. It's maybe getting it close. You think Drinkwitz gets the final call on that? No. I can't imagine. I assume, the captains. I assume the captains have a big part in that. The captains? Mm-hmm. You think? Yeah. So the players pick it. I think it's a collective effort, but yeah. Who are to the an, captains? To an extent. How many I think captains? Drink also has a say in it. Uh, five, usually. That's a lot of captains. They uh, now put the C on the on the. Yeah, I've, I've seen that. C on your sweater? Yeah, like they do they it obviously in the sweaters? NFL, but that's like standard. But Missouri has thrown Cs on people's chest. Brady Cook, of course. Uh-huh. I was listening to the uh, ESPN College Game Day podcast on my way uh, to the stations today. And uh, Stanford Steve, who's having a really rough year with his picks, mm. he's on Missouri. Pete Thamel on Missouri. Really? Got the sense that Reese Davis is going with Georgia. I don't recall exactly. So I think I could see Missouri getting the lead. But I don't think they'll keep it close. The Saturday Down South, boys. You ever listen to that podcast? No. It's like Saturday Down no. South. Saturdays? It's Saturdays Down South. I don't listen. They're both on Georgia, and they think Georgia big. Really? 2.30 kickoff tomorrow, 6.45 then in Tuscaloosa. Just sal in. and. Where will you watch the game? Uh, in my basement. Oh. Okay. I don't know if the children will be around. That is... To be determined. What if neighbors come over and ring your doorbell just to chit-chat? I never answer the door anyway, so it doesn't matter. Do you look through the peephole to see who it is? If if we're expecting somebody, then I go get the door. If we're not, then I know it's nobody I want to talk to. And it's that easy. It's very easy. Let them ring and let them knock. (laughs) Times have changed, haven't they? I remember when I was a kid, my parents, the door knocked. Everybody excited. Mm -hmm. Hey, we got got company. Go answer it. Put out that coffee cake I bought. Hi, come stolen, on in. stolen. Yeah, stolen. Mm-hmm. Hey, come on in. Good to see you. Now it's the doorbell rings. Everybody turns the lights out and hides. Mm-hmm. My doorbell rang a few years back, maybe ten years ago, and I went and answered it. And Governor Bob Holden was there. Hi, just, Governor. Just him, the governor of the state, asking for my vote. It's kind of odd to see opening was... door and the governor's there. No campaign he was manager. Serving you. Oh, just him. Yeah. He couldn't have been nicer. Had nothing else to do that night. I said, "Well, hello, Bob." 
So I voted him for him. I mean, the governor shows up at your door, you got to vote for him, right? Oh, I mean, if that's the case... Our governor could show up at my door, I wouldn't even know what he looks like. Me too. Really? You don't know what the governor looks like? No. Do you know who it is? Parsons, isn't it? Yes. Yeah. And you have no idea what he looks like? No. I don't watch the news anymore, so... Oh, that's great. Well, I think that's an effective campaign method to go door to door and meet people because, you know, vision sticks with people. He's, He's the only governor that ever came to my yeah. house. Well, he didn't win, did he? He was governor for a while. Yeah, I know, but he didn't win that. Who did he lose to? Nixon? Jay Nixon? Uh, maybe. Carnahan? I don't, I don't know. Holden was governor a while ago. Yeah, it has been a while. Didn't Carnahan win after he died? He did. Not that you're going back to like 2006, right? 2000. He 2000. died in a plane crash the night the Cardinals were eliminated by the Mets. Yeah, because I was at, I was at that stadium when we heard the news. Beautiful ballpark. Well, not really. Not really. But he was after he was after Carnahan, wasn't he? Yeah. yeah I know. I was in the house where I am now, and that was 96. Yeah, was after Carnahan. Yeah, he had to be. Didn't his wife take over? I believe so. For Carnahan, yes. Guys, I'm all over Mizzou tomorrow. Not only will they cover, they will win. Similar to Arizona State versus Nebraska in 1997. It's one of those years. Doug, I've thrown some C all over chests. That's from the Warson Woods Wacko. What kind of a comment was that? Right there at the end. Yeah, I know. I don't know. You want to bet? Straight up? A Warson Woods Wacko, you and Ken Strode now are engaged in a wager. It's just a matter of the stakes. Biggie, what are you uh, looking well, he to? he said straight up. He said they'll win the game, so if you want to bet, I'll take Georgia. Okay. How much money will you put on the line? To you want me to text Cletus? I'll call Cletus. Oh, know. gosh. I made him money last time. How many times have you lost money for him? Uh, never. Oh, come on. Never lost money You've for him. never lost a bet. Every time he's backed me, I've won. Hmm. Well, I have. It hasn't been a lot of times. He's backed me in two matches against listeners I won. He backed me in... Uh, um, the nine hole chip off the nine chips were. If the I lost, from off the green. If I lost, <laughs> yeah. Texas wedge contest. If I lost, I had to donate money to uh, Birdies for Bipolar, and if I won, Wellington had to donate to Mega Meyer Foundation. Uh, he backed me with uh, the guy that bet me straight up a couple weeks ago. Speaking of Mega Meyer Foundation, uh, Jamie Burkhart reached out to me yesterday and said that he wants to take some of the money that's left over from the DFS showdown and put it on Missouri Moneyline. Wow, and wow, and wow. Oh, yeah, oh. Yeah. Jamie Burkhardt believes. Yeah, he said he wants to, like, he's like, whatever's left in there. I was like, well, that's a lot. Like, there's a good amount of money left over from the DFS showdown. Maybe we put, like, 100, maybe 50 to 100. Well, that's going to pay 525 when those girls shock the world, Doug. Yeah, that will... You know, basically more than double the money that's left in there. So I think that's the play as opposed to, you know, putting the whole thing. As much as I believe, hashtag believe. Yeah, I thought you had a vision. I did, but the vision, uh, upside down uniforms, doesn't mean anything. Doesn't mean that it was, I still don't believe, but. Ooh, those uniforms. Glad you reminded me of that because Gobble Bowl's in two weeks. So can you, uh, I hate for you have to do this. <laughs> but, it's, oh, no, but, it's, but, but he's in charge of the account. Uh, the money. The money was left over is going to Gobble Bowl, so because right. we played this thing for the Mega Meyer Foundation. Uh, Worse Woods Wacko says, uh, Ken, yes, two hundred fifty dollars. It has to be your money. I have to see it come out of your account. Worse Woods Wacko, wow, you will not accept Cletus's money. 
Wow, two hundred fifty dollars a bet. But Georgia straight up. How would, you, how would you know if it came into my? I don't have Venmo, so you wouldn't know if it's my account. How about like twenty bucks? You've got twenty bucks, right? Oh, nobody even wants to bet that. Well, yeah, I'll go fifty. Fifty, there it is. Of Where's your own money. My own money, yeah. So, Which one was wacko? I'm sorry. The actions. Yeah, not 250, 50. Straight up, I'll take Georgia. All right, there it is. Well, okay. he didn't. He's got to agree to it. Worse than wacko. Seems there. like a pretty safe bet based on the. And I'll pay you cash. Jackson had a vision, bro. Oh, that's right. Mm. Sometimes those visions. I got to see a yes or a no in the text inbox. So yeah, we I'll can let you verify know. this. I'll let you know when it comes in. Uh, Doug, could you tell us about our title sponsor? That would be Brown and Crouppen, Tim. First week of Brown and Crouppen is our title sponsor. We couldn't be happier. You know, if you've suffered injuries as a result of an accident in St. Louis or surrounding areas in Missouri, a personal injury attorney at Brown and Crouppen can help you determine if you have a case and build a strong claim. Requesting a free consultation? Just call them at 314-501-9510 to request that free consultation. Remember, they don't get paid unless you get paid. Brown and Crouppen is local. It's a law firm. Everybody knows about them in St. Louis. It started here in 1979, and they are going strong. One of the largest personal injury law firms in the entire Midwest. You want a local firm? You want someone who knows the ins and outs of your case and the local environment? They know the courts here. They know the judges. They know all the lawyers. This is where you get superior legal service from our friends at Brown and Crouppen. Terry Crouppen and his son Andy and Ed Herman, the three principals, they were in the studio just this week. Great guys, and they would love the chance to represent you if you need them. They work on a contingency basis. Again, no upfront cost to you. If you don't get paid, they don't get paid, and they've won more than a billion dollars in compensation for their clients. No better law firm to go to if you have a, a potential personal injury case Brown and Crouppen is the local law firm you need to know about. Thank you, Brown. Thank you, Crouppen. Thank you, Ed Herman. Thank you, all the folks at Brown and Crouppen. There it is. Presenting sponsor of TMA. And our email sponsor is Design Air Heating and Cooling. Uh, for our Design Air Heating and Cooling email today, so far the calcified ear and the fancy gentleman have each won the Design Air Heating and Cooling email today so far in the month of November. Buck Swope, the defending champion, send your emails in the morning after at InsideSTL.com. And if you have a furnace issue, make sure you go to DesignAirService.com, click Book Now, and they will come out and take care of it quick, fast, in a hurry. And if you need to get it tuned up still, DesignAirService.com, click Book Now, and they will be out there. Doug and I are clients. We couldn't be happier with Seth Goldcamp and his wonderful staff at Design Air Heating and Cooling. It's designairservice.com, official HVAC provider of TMA and the Tim McKernan Show podcast. We broadcast from them. Yes, sir. You know what else I need to say about Brown and Crouppen? Yes. Other than just how fantastic they are, the choice of a lawyer is an important decision and should not be based solely on adverse. Nice. Past results are no guarantee of future results, and every case is different and must be judged on its own accord. Nice. There. Nice. I'm required to read that, and sometimes I forget it. Yeah, I understand. It's the official uh, disclaimer. Mm-hmm. Good job, Doug. Well, thanks. I should have said it the first time. You're required to say that with law firms. Don't make the bet, wacko. He doesn't pay his gambling debts. That's from Harrison's brother, Master. Oh. Why would you make a statement that like that? That one got him. That one no, got Doug, him. No, Doug, why would you make a statement like that? When have I not paid a gambling debt? Why don't you give Soon an example? Soon for slander. I still owe you a milkshake. Well, that's yeah, right. You're the one that don't pay bets. Well, it doesn't. <laughs> when do you want the milkshake? I can't it really bring it in like in the morning. Just, next time we're out and about, maybe. <clears throat> uh, Worse Woods Wacko says, 
Uh, tell Ken yes on $50. It's a win-win. If I win, I get the money and the emotional upside. If he wins, I know he gets to eat next week. There you go. Thank you. <laughs> For the delicious meal. <laughs> Iggy, you didn't pay your pick six wager. That's the Hunchback of On Castle. Is that fine? Watch him now on the screen. <laughs> Again, that has nothing to do with me. <laughs> Well, if you didn't pay it, it would have something to do with you. Well, right? Again, it has nothing to do with me. I'm not going to explain it on the air. Oh, no. <laughs> sounds bad. <laughs> it sounds disturbing. No, it's not disturbing. Do you guys want anything from Bucky's? Thanks. That's from Aloha, Mr. Oh. Hand. Oh, my God, okay, yeah, wrap order? snacks. Bucky's is a fun place. Pizza. Get me a bag of wrap snacks. You guys have been to a Bucky's, haven't you? No. Nah. Enormous gas stations, mostly in the south, I think. Was that right? Yeah. Been to that Wally's, but not Bucky's. Yeah. Is it a pony there? Mm, pony is a little strong. Oh, their uh, beef jerky is <laughs> so damn good. Certainly uh, some, some people washing can be done. Yeah, Wally's is like a takeoff on Bucky's. I think Bucky's are even bigger than yeah, Wally's. You should see the bathrooms in those things. They are really nice. I got lost. I forgot where it was. I guess it had to be on my way to Florida one year. You got lost at a gas station? In Bucky's. I said, I'll meet you, I'll meet you over there. Where the hell am I? I'm all over the place. It was huge. Yeah, it is big, yeah. And right in the middle of it all is like a barbecue restaurant. And oh, I don't know. Buy clothes. <laughs> I know. It's, it's like got a, everything. It's like a mini Walmart. About 150 gas pumps. You wonder how they keep it keep it all busy to make it worthwhile, but, but you know, they're located right off the highway in busy, busy areas, so I guess it works. Yeah, poor Flying J. That thing got hit. Ben Fenton once that wallet popped up. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm sure it did. I'm sure it did. I need some warm milk and some cookies. Mm. I need some cookies and some milk. I think I like the news music. <laughs> yeah, what's up with the... Yeah, where's the news music going from? I think it's from one of Dotum's... <laughs> like a package. It, it was when <laughs> Bryce Chandler Vaughn or Doug Chandler Hill was that it. <laughs> Doug, I know you've been waiting to see what uh, Stephen A. Smith thinks of yeah. tomorrow's game. You know, he studies... College football game film. Yeah. He uh, says something about Mizzou and Georgia. Yeah, he broke it okay. down. Here it is. Okay, I'd like to hear it. It's going to be to neutralize that offense of Missouri. That's what you're going to get up for. The defense is going to rise to the cage, and they're going to say, I don't give a damn what you've been doing against everybody else. That ain't happening this way. Now, we want to say over 55 because Georgia might end up dropping 45. All right, that's a different animal. I suspect it's not going to take that. I think they're going to neutralize Missouri. There you go. Nice. Okay. <laughs> That dude doesn't have a clue, but I love it because I do that too. But that like, dude had no idea. That was kind of the word salad response. He couldn't name three total players together combined from on, either team. No, from either team, yeah. no way. No. So like, you can just say certain things, and it works for every game. Yeah. Can you give me any examples? Well, if they can just shut down the offense, they'll be fine. And if they can avoid a lot of turnovers, you know, I think they got this. It's going to be important to avoid mistakes, and, boy, you sure don't want to get anybody hurt. But if they can stick with the game plan, not fall too far behind, and shut down the other team's offense, I mean, they'll be good. They'll win this game. Doug, what about winning the war in the trenches? Mm. The war in the trenches is what needs winning. I call them the big uglies. And if you can control what's up front, you can control the game. Obviously, control the line always of a lot of expectations there. 
you know they expect they expect good things there all the time. They, you know they have very high expectations for that program, which you know you would expect. I mean, I, I think that's uh, that's reasonable that's from the standpoint of you know week in week out what you would expect from that uh, from that group. But uh, I don't think they had a great year for them. <laughs> that's um, it exactly. That's the master. That's the master. Of it. I mean, that dude's a... You could teach a class on the subject. Is what like, you were expecting? Is that, that like about a, Maryland basketball? That was the Maryland, and then shortly after that, he realized, oh, wait, they're not in the same conference. It could have been about anybody. He forgot they're in the Big Ten or something. That is a definition of word vomit. Full-time, that's the ACC. I'm forgetting Maryland's in the Big Ten now, so, you know, they've moved, so that's why I'm thinking they play each other. They're not even the same league anymore. You forget that Maryland moved. So, um... Oh, you forgot. So, um, I love that when he knows he caught... They have high expectations. Expectations, and you would expect that. That's a good one. <laughs> they have high expectations, and you would expect that. Mm-hmm. Tim, is it just me, or does this weekend's forecast and potential football happenings got you feeling like some Sapphos interaction hmm. deep down in your loins? Yeah, me too. Thanks. That's from Scott's wrinkled ball sack, but mm. not his wife. It would be fun to be headed to Athens, Georgia, right after the show. Approved. James is, right? James Carlton. Oh, gosh, yeah. Yeah, that well, he's fun. becoming like the the next uh, recovering alcoholic. He's just pawn, trying to Why pawn so? his wife out on you so bad. You're talking about the James Scott's Carlton? Yeah. Like, not James not Carlton, James our spot. Oh, I was like, world. dude, for a second, I'm like, whoa. He just <laughs> just read, a, he'll be calling in to cancel his orders <laughs> on TMA and Balloon Party. He just read Ballsack's text. Oh, was like, okay. But we had talked about James Carlton well, since For then. like two seconds okay. between. You mentioned his name. You didn't talk about him. All right. I hope James Carlton wasn't offended. He knows I'm not talking about him. Man, for two seconds, I was like, man, my insurance agent. Yeah, right. (laughs) Who knew he was so racy? Yeah. I'd buy more insurance. Right. Uh, Stephen Wilde said he's switching insurance now. Mm. Guess that's the campaign, James. Reverse psychology. (laughs) It's just exactly what we don't want out there. Oh, no, wait a minute. It worked perfectly. I'll get some credit for that then. You should get a commission. nice yeah i wonder how many mizzou people will be down there it's probably it's gonna be beautiful weather in athens i can tell you that yeah my sister lives down there they have season tickets your sister lives in athens she lived in orlando she lives in atlanta um so you have a sister in orlando and a sister in atlanta mm -hmm. i did not know and a brother in fort myers how about that um but she's you know she lived in st louis all her life till she got married and her husband worked for UPS and got a job as a big wig in the office, so they moved to Atlanta. But they root for Georgia, even though I play Missouri. She goes, "Hell yeah, I'm a root for Georgia." Is that? She didn't go to Mizzou, but most people no. who live in St. Yeah. Louis would vote for their state team. You don't have to vote. <laughs> There's no voting. Pull for their team. Vote for their team to win. But when you live in a city, you get caught up in the culture there, and everyone's talking about it, and the excitement—it's all you see on the news. And yeah. that happened to me when I moved to. Minnesota and then Miami. Was... You got into the Golden Gophers? I did, yeah. Clem Haskins. <laughs> yeah, Jim Dutcher was the coach when I was there. And my niece went to Georgia, so I guess that's... I had one that went there, too. In Georgia, if you get a, a B average in high school, you can go to the state schools for free. Isn't that amazing? Yeah, I remember we talked about that on the yeah, show. Producer yeah, producer Joe uh, said something about it. I can't, I can't remember what that program is called, but holy crap, that is something else. Yeah, yeah. Here we have, I think if, I think if you're a B student, you go to the community colleges for free. 
course. Wouldn't they save a lot on scholarships then? Because you would think most of those athletes coming out of high school at least be averages. They can go there for free. Uh, They don't don't have to spend money on scholarships. I have a sister in Georgia, and she roots for Georgia. Then apparently that's the end of the story. It's from the bastard James Hunt. That was the end of the story. You want more to it? Yeah. I talk too much. She then, if just, I don't, then if I don't tell enough story, I don't talk enough. She doesn't just root for Georgia. She votes for them. Votes for them, yeah. I can see that game going one way or the other. I'm not a big Florida State fan. <laughs> <laughs> I can see that game going one way or the other. Doug's uh, right. I didn't qualify for the Hope Scholarship. That's Al in Dadeville. Doug, he is mm-hmm. Georgia through and through. That's what it is, the Hope Scholarship. Yeah. <laughs> Guys, we need a vote for Missouri T-shirt. That's from the Hunchback of Oddcastle. <laughs> How generic would that be? It was just, vote for Missouri. If it just came down to voting, I suppose the, the, the Cal Bears might be your national champion. <laughs> Most populated state, right? Yeah. Got a nice offense. Getting yeah. what are they getting tomorrow? Thirty two and a half against Oregon? Is that I right? Is it twenty three and a half? I think it's thirty two. Oh, you take that and run with it. Oregon gonna destroy them. Anybody want to take Cal straight up money? Morrison wants wacko parlay. <laughs> I put all my eggs in that basket last week. Ken is in Monday form. That's where he just talks and talks and talks because he hasn't seen another human for seventy two hours. That's from Larry Thornton, Doug. Uh, by the way, Larry Thornton says Mizzou 32, Georgia 31. Mizzou scores with five seconds left, oh. and Drink goes for two and converts. See you in Atlanta in December, Larry Gosh. Thornton. Wow, that'd be fun. Now Drink wouldn't go for two. He'd play for the tie. And... Would you go for two if you were him? Yes. Absolutely. On the road, you have to. All day long. Have to. Ship it. Ship, 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 You're ship You're not going to get a better chance to win the game well, than from What play you call it? You're going to give it to Schrader up the middle? That, Statue of Liberty, Boise State, all day. Oh. They run this fake uh, jet sweep to Luther Burden. That's two for two this season. I would anticipate seeing it tomorrow. It happened last week. Who did USC play last week? Cal. Cal. Yeah, Cal. Who's getting 24 and a half, I'm sorry. Cal could have beat him. They went for two. Right. I had end. Kansas money line, Cal money line, and Wisconsin money oh, line. God. Cal uh, lost money. Well, Wisconsin didn't cover anyway, but... Uh, yeah, that was and that was like a twenty-five dollar bet that paid four hundred or something like that. Uh, let's see, guys. My aunt went to Penn State. Thanks. That's from Gary mm. Pinkle's cell phone etiquette. Who she vote for? Well, Missouri's not playing Penn State this week. No, we're talking about Georgia, Missouri. Georgia, right. Just to take shots, and it makes no Come sense. On, stop taking shots. No one's ever claimed you don't talk enough, mate. That's a oh, don't say parish. mate. How about that, mate. You like that? I kind of like that. That's so... That guy just did, <laughs> and just stopped my story. I guess I should have kept talking. The bastard James Hahn. Now, if you call somebody... I know a lot about Pennsylvania, and it's great. How's Joe Paterno? Are we going to bring that back? I, I right. heard someone fall out of the upper deck. Is you can hear him going, go down. No, yeah. no, no. See, for people that hear that, they don't. I guess he was. I figured he was talking about the statue that they took down. And we're going to bring that back. They just taken the statue down. I don't. I don't think so. I think he meant like the legacy of the football, but then that yeah. legacy was very much so tainted. You think that was prior. one of his campaign managers who was screaming <laughs> yeah. when he said that? No, seriously, I really She's believe he was fired. talking about the statue because they'd taken the statue down, and he said. How about Joe? Are we going to bring that back? I think he was talking about bringing back the statue. He can't bring back a dead man. <laughs> I don't think they dead. wanted to resurrect old Joey P. I think he was probably given a couple of notes mm-hmm. on a cue cards before heading out right. on his fifth campaign stop of the day. One of them was that everybody loves Joe Paterno. You might throw his name out there. Yeah, everybody loves Mizzou. Let's talk about those college football teams. Mm-hmm. How about just saying the Cardinals? Good, huh? You say the Cardinals, you're fine. Uh, guys, if Missouri goes for two on the last play, you have to run a fake punt. Thanks. That's from Minute Bowl mm. eligible. 
Cool. Wouldn't that be amazing? So you're down two, and you're going for two. No time on the clock. You just scored. And oh, you bring the punter out there. Yeah, it's like you're going to punt it. <laughs> oh, you got a better chance of faking the extra point and no skill not ready for that. players at all. Yeah. Just a couple of fullbacks and tight end. Everybody knows it coming. That's when you know you're a gritty bunch. <laughs> Ah, oh, man, that'd be Throw so... Throw conventional wisdom <laughs> to the wind. Guys, that little anecdote from Ken about his sister living in Georgia oh. and the man and woman press conference are the worst things to happen oh, in St. Louis Radio in the last 30 bad. years. It's from glove blogger Tom Draven. I think we're exaggerating now. My God, I'm sorry I brought report? it up. I was just saying that my sister's from Missouri, from St. Louis. She <laughs> went to move to Atlanta, and she roots for Georgia in this game. Yeah. I can see rooting for Georgia every other week, but against Missouri, your home state, you'd think, eh, allegiances, but maybe not. My son went to Arizona State, never went to a game. Too much ass out there for that. That's mm. from Steve in Wildwood, and he's a chairman. Well, you're <laughs> right about that. I want to hear the rest of the drop, please. <laughs> May I join you? <laughs> nice. <laughs> Guys, my brother lives in L.A., and when the Cardinals and Dodgers play, we talk about who he's going to root for. Thanks. That's Gary Pinkle's cell phone etiquette. That's fine. When they play the Dodgers, they're not uh-huh. playing the Dodgers this week. There's not even baseball going on. This sister of yours. I'm talking about a game that's going on this weekend. How long has she lived in Georgia? 25 years. Gosh. Yeah, there's so many stories about siblings living in other states. Uh-huh. I don't know how it became a big topic. Cucky the Dwarf is here to defend you. Doug messes up a live read. Probably does something illegal in the process. Yeah. And everyone cheers. Mm-hmm. Doug tells a terrible story. No one bats an eye. Mm. Iggy moves his mouth in any direction and everyone's all over his ass. Iggy, you gotta start putting out like Doug to get the fat sads oh. off your ass. That's from Cucky the Dwarf. You gonna I, put out, bro? I put out once and it led to a three-year-long story. Oh, yeah. You put out. Who'd you put out? Slop sink. Oh, oh slop sink. Slop sink. I'm trying to think. What, I had to, did, did one of us sleep with the other? <laughs> I <laughs> like I'd be aware of it. I and, will, I'd be, and I'd be jealous. I will say, when I left radio for a year, I didn't listen to the show at all, but there were a few listeners at the company I worked for that would, you know, kind of fill me in, and they came running in. I thought something serious happened. I, four of them yeah. are surrounding me. No kidding. He goes, you got to listen to this story. They were probably like, we're on a little smoke break, and they're showing me this, or they may listen to this story. So that was big doings. What a moment in show history. I mean, I, I thought somebody <laughs> died. I mean, honestly, I was like, oh, what? what's wrong? This was the slop sink incident? <laughs> it was shortly after, yeah. I can't talk about it anymore every time well, I talk no, about it. Is there, is there an NDA? Break. No, but when I talk about it, I'm accused of being a bully. That's right. I didn't want to talk about it. I'm talking about Katie, bully. Oh. I just wanted to bring up the fact that how memorable it was. I remember where I was standing mm-hmm. when some random dudes showed me their phone and let me listen, <laughs> which is exactly what you want. A random dude that you didn't even know. No, Craig's his name. He's a great dude. Craig. Oh, Craig. Oh, Craig. Craig, sure. Where hey, does he live? Who does he root for? Yeah, good question. Oh, he voted for Missouri. <laughs> hey, folks, my grandmother lived at Maria DeVille back in the 90s and passed away in the early 2000s. Little Tommy Trivia. <laughs> what the hell? I don't mind little stories and tidbits about folks. We're getting to know the listeners this morning. Yes. I feel bad. Thoughts and prayers to your grandma. 
Chess tryouts are being held at St. Gabriel's this week. We're going for a fifth title in a row. Thanks. That's from Fungo. <laughs> really? That could have been tryouts. legit. That could have been legitimate. <laughs> Doug, we will see the chess banner a week from tomorrow. It's TMA Trivia Night. Saturday, November 11th at St. Gabriel's. Indeed, $45 per ticket. And those tickets get you all your AB products all night and also all your salt and smoke all night. Plus, you can bring your own food and drink as well. Those tickets include food from salt and smoke and beer from AB. And you can register your individual ticket or your whole table or anything in between right now at TMASTL.com. It's only eight days away. Doors open at 630 and trivia gets underway at 7.30, and it's all available at tmastl.com. It is the second annual TMA Trivia Night at St. Gabriel's next Saturday. Salt and Smoke and A.B. all included for the festivities. Pony up and have a pony. And I guess huh. we'll be celebrating Missouri's win over Georgia and then their win over Tennessee. That'd be fun. And now just having to get through uh, the Gators in Columbia and the Razorbacks in Fayetteville. And and then, what, is it LSU in Atlanta on a rematch? Is that what it It'll is? It'll be Alabama. It'll be Roll Todd? Sure. Okay, there it is. And then they play Florida State? They play Florida State in the first round? And then they play Ohio State for the championship? That'd be fun. Where's the championship this year? Houston. Houston. But their semifinal game will be at the Rose Bowl, so that'll be fun. Missouri hasn't played in the Rose Bowl, has it? Will we go there as a show to cover it? I would assume so. Why wouldn't we? Yeah. All right. I'm also intrigued about these chess tryouts. With Fungo? Yeah. That's something you could have done, Tim, and size wouldn't have been a factor. That's correct. You play for this. I've never played. You ever played chess? You know how to play. Yeah, sure. Really? Do you yeah. enjoy it? Everybody used to play. Yeah. Chess, really? I haven't played yeah. forever. Used to be everybody played chess. I used to play all the time. Yeah. But you went to St. Louis U High, and, and, you know, this goofball coach who didn't know a football Thank player you. when he stood right in front of him Talking said to you, no. Coach Kornfeld. <laughs> right. But they wouldn't like say that, that at, at the chess tryouts. Nope. They'd probably measure your brain size. No. So, all right, else? you're in. Anybody else in that league? In what league? Chess league. Chess league. I can't. I can't believe there's that many grade schools that have chess. Leagues. Oh, I didn't know it until I saw the banner last year at St. Gabriel's. Well, you can buy yeah. those things. St. Catharines oh. had a chess. St. Kitty's. Team. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a it's a good game. It's better for you than probably video yeah, games. It makes you your, think and plan. Keep your mind, yeah. yeah. Keep your mind sharp. Do your boys play video games? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Not completely addicted to it all. No. Like so many are, but they had them. I think every kid has it. Your kid's wanting them yet? Not not there yet, but I imagine we're within a few years of it. Yeah. It'll be a Christmas present one year, and that'll be that. We'll lose them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're so good, so addicted, that once you start, it's it's hard to peel the, the player out of their hands. Right now I'm playing shinny hockey. How are you? On your hands and knees and yeah. hitting little hockey balls. Didn't you, didn't you build a rink for your boys? I did. The yeah. basement turned yeah. it into a rink. Had the boards up there. Nice. Fans on the side. Hey, fans, you, you, fans you, in the stands? Yeah, I went to a vent, the Venture store in Kirkwood went out of business, and I went to see if I might get a good deal. And they had their decorations were hanging from the ceiling. It was rows of fans cheering. And I asked the guy, I said, how much would you charge for that? He goes, oh, just take them. We don't just get them out of here? Oh, yeah. nice. And you put that up in the basement? Yeah. Mm-hmm. That would be a nice deal. So were they, like, were they playing like with normal-sized sticks, or was it shitty hockey? Uh, normal-sized sticks. Wow. The basement was probably... The area where they could play hockey was probably 15 feet wide by 
25 feet long. So it was enough for little kids to rollerblade up and down. How was John Vaughn Slapper? Uh, okay. Yeah. He was more of a grinder. I wouldn't say he was a gifted playmaker, but he was a mucker and a grinder. Painter's got to paint, and that's what he did. He'd kill off some penalties. Yeah. This is the stupidest thing ever, but I just remember this. When I worked at the Breckenridge in Frontenac... Hello, Vivian? <laughs> uh, she didn't work there. Um, but we, we wore tuxedos. What does this have to do with hockey in my basement? Again. Again, if you let me finish, you'll figure out what I'm talking no about. No way it could possibly weed that into a... But we wore tuxedos, and we'd get done setting up our station, and we'd have like a half hour before the doors open. We played knee hockey. Shitty hockey. In mm-hmm. the hallway. We had rulers, and we took aluminum foil and put Hold it into it an ice ball. Yeah. And we just got our knees in tuxedos, and we were playing shinny hockey in the hallway before we opened up. Gosh. What did the general manager think of that? Well, they never saw us. But... Puck in the text inbox. I didn't see well, it was it a shinny hockey story. It I don't know how you can say. It was a little story. Was... <laughs> I mean, back-to-back texts are literally wholly hijacking. One from Brian Henschen, and then one from the 314. Well, it just proves how stupid you are. How's it hijacking? Thanks. We talked shin hockey, shin hockey, and I told a story about shinny hockey. How is that hijacking? I don't know. Anybody going to Metallica tonight? There you go. There's Alva. Hijack that. Ah, are you going? No. Why aren't you going? Nah. That's not much of an answer. I'm not a big Metallica guy. And where are they at? Enterprise? No, they're at the Dome. At the oh, Dome? Really? God. They can fill up the Dome? What a terrible oh, yeah. experience. Are they going to have 60,000 there? Oh, probably. Is that right? Really? Yeah. And two nights, tonight and Sunday. Can you have been to St. Charles? <laughs> Is that what you're saying? Are you saying that's who's going to populate the Dome? Yeah, they'll be there. Oh, there'll be a lot of people. Learn and AD and uh, Rafe. I don't know where they were. They had, I guess, maybe at the Dome. They had a whole thing set up where they, uh, I think, AD interviewed, um, God, who'd he interview? I think he interviewed hey Hammett. I think he interviewed Kurt Hammett. And uh, Rafe and Learn interviewed uh, Bobby Trio, bass player. And then tomorrow, KC is playing against the uh, Roadies. They're bowling against the Roadies tomorrow. So a whole Metallica takeover weekend. Really? Yeah. I was supposed to bowl, but I just... So what? Well, Marty asked me to bowl. He said, we need some ringers to beat the Brodies. I said, I haven't picked up a ball in six years. I'm no longer a ringer. Getting closer. <laughs> well, those people probably don't bowl yeah, I did. regularly I did. either. I checked that one, yeah. So you told him no. Gave, they gave... asked you, "Will you please bowl with Metallica?" And you said, "No, I'm busy oh, it's sitting a, on the it's couch." It's Metallica roadies. Metallica have been bowling, yeah. But I, even if it was, a, if I still bowled, I would have helped him out. I said, "Yeah, I'll bowl." But I, I haven't picked up a ball in six years. Well, I don't think they expected someone to bowl a, a two seventy-five. They're just looking for another decent person. Speaking of shinny hockey, can someone hit the puck directly at my ball so I pass out and I don't hear any more of these stories? Oh. That's from Chairman Steve mm. of Wildwood. You weren't interested in hearing who Learn and AD and uh, Rafe interviewed from Metallica yesterday? That's a pretty big, pretty big score. Sit down with those two guys. I took a shot to the, the ball sack playing goalie down there in the basement once. Who got big, you? Big tennis ball. Oh, is that right? I think it was John Vaughn. John Vaughn. Yeah. Oh, God, I was down. I had, I had to go to the doctor. After. Holy crap, really? Yeah. Where'd it hit you? Mm-hmm. Bulls. In the boy parts. Yeah. Flip that off. I'm not going to tell the story, but how many texts are going to come in? Iggy's going to tell his story. I'm not going to, but they'll come in. <laughs> tell your story. <laughs> argument with yourself. I am arguing with myself, but the text will come in. I'm not going to tell now the story. Now we want to hear your story. No, I'm not telling it. 
It relates, so now would be the time. I just did you rupture anything, or just kind of have to let it? I, I thought I, I thought I might have. It turned out I was okay. You get hit in the balls. It takes a while for that to go away. It's, yeah, and so they even if it's swollen. not injured, it kind of takes a while for that pain to go away. Yeah. A lot now, of people want to address Iggy saying aluminum foil. <laughs> no, I said foil, but whatever. <laughs> so what? What was your story about getting hit in the nutsack? No, I'm not telling it. I'm just saying the text will come in. Here comes Iggy's story. I'm not going to talk. Was that when you were playing street hockey and you filled up the, the puck with something that made it heavy and you got hit? I'm sure you know the story. I don't know if I know that one. Well, I'm not telling it. <laughs> Please tell the story now. You can't tease it like that and then back away. No, you know the story. I've told I, it I'm, times. And I'm I guarantee forgetting the texture's some of the details. ready for it, too. I'm not going to tell it. I'm forgetting some of the details. <clears throat> I seem to remember you were playing street hockey somewhere, and I don't know if it was Lipsitz or someone else who, who caught you flush. Never played hockey with Lipsitz. He didn't. He was more of a bowler. <laughs> okay. It was more of my Brentwood High School guys I played hockey with. Okay. Clayton guys didn't play hockey. Yeah. Too high brow in Clayton. Yeah. They bowled or played tennis or polo. Yeah. Polo. But this one fella caught you flush, didn't he? Not me, no. Mm, I heard a loud noise in the bathroom, like a stool. Yeah, being scooted across yeah, the Jackson, floor. Yeah, Jackson, what's going on in there? Like someone's bringing a friend in with them while Ooh. they sit. Oh. I don't know what's going on. Did you hear that? Uh, I've, yeah, I hear shuffles. It's probably the kitchen. Yeah, I think he's right. Hopefully. i, I got to get some water anyway. I'll check it out. <laughs> You're going to leave us now? Oh, God forbid I stop talking. Oh. <laughs> we need the text line here. Next line is having a monster, monster day. Uh, Andrews is going to have a monster weekend at my home. With the, with the weather being optimal, Doug, is it cookout season? Uh, it could still be, yeah. Could I, be. I don't like to say cookout. We're bringing our Andrew and Barbie sock. Yes. I think I'm down to two bottles. I feel like I, I'm, I could run out over the weekend. I love it that much. It's Andrews. And, of course, if you're looking for a great dinner experience to celebrate the Fighting Tigers, shocking the college football world tomorrow, head on over to Andrews Steakhouse off Collinsville Road in O'Fallon, Illinois. And, of course, Andrea's has their delicious steak sauce and barbecue sauce, both of which I am a huge fan of. And you can get it at andreas.com or go to Schnucks or Deerberg's. It's Andrea's wonderful steakhouse and the home of that barbecue sauce that I have damn near every day and the steak sauce as well. Ken Strode back to report on what he saw. What did you see out there? Metallica's in the uh, break room getting ready to play. Are they? They're yeah. going to play in the break room. They're not here. Oh, you just said they were here. No. There's two guys with guitars in there that are from Metallica. Oh. Well, where are they from? I didn't ask. Who are you guys? Could it be Metallica and you don't recognize them? No, I know what the guys in Metallica look like. Huh. Look like Paul Simon a little bit. I'd be big if he's here. Yeah. He's now uh, well into his 70s. I'm going to put him at 76. What do you think? Mm, that's probably about right. At least. He's going to marry that singer. Edie Brickell. Edie Brickell. He's 82. Holy crap. Still married to Edie? Mm, uh, yes. She's, yep. she's, what, 71? They started back in way back in the early 60s, Simon and Garfield. She's 57. 57? That's right. Oh, he robbed the cradle. He was married to Carrie Fisher for a year. Just for a year. Yeah. Dated Annie Hall for a period of time. I've uh, seen the two of them interviewed from time to time, and I think Garfinkel was kind of the 
normal one, and Paul Simon is kind of out there a little bit. Anybody want to text in about that? Garfinkel? Oh, Garfunkel. Oh, Doug, you're about no, to catch gosh. it. No, he won't. You guys want to guess Paul Simon's height? 5'2". Uh, five, five, I was going to go 5'1", actually. 5'3". 5'3". Wow. I went over, sorry. Jose Altuve is, what, 5'4"? Is that right? I'll go 5'5". Five, five, five. On Altuve. Freddie Patek was 5'4". Remember him? Royal shortstop? Altuve's 5'6". Oh. Well, look up Freddie Patek. I think he Towers was 5'4", major leaguer. Freddie who? Patek. P-A-T-E-K. Got it. He's a Missouri Sports Hall of Fame. Is he really? Five five. Who isn't? Five five. Wow. Back on the Missouri. Who isn't? <laughs> None of us are. That's right. Well, it should be. Which one of us? I thought you were be? going into a Hall of Fame recently. Why, why did I Me? Think that? Yeah. No. All You're right. a Kirkwood Hall of Fame though, right? No. Merrimack. I don't think Merrimack has a Hall of Fame. Your picture's yeah, definitely I, by the gym. I have this it, picture. Did Merrimack? Yeah, hundred yeah. percent. There you go, Doc. Yeah. I've seen it. It was really cute. Okay. It was. It was like a nice little profile. Ooh. <laughs> All right. Iggy, which one of us should be in the Missouri Hall of Fame? Hey, both probably should be. I don't know. I don't know. I'm sorry, I'm just texting Jimmy here real quick. He's... Jimmy Lipsitz? Bill. No, my buddy Jimmy. He's going to Bermuda, and he said any request while I'm there. <laughs> Blue Mountain. Ooh, not a bad idea. Yeah, I'll go by the Waterville Vacation Apartments and take a picture of my little apartment. Uh, Doug, this show has uh, really become the place where former employees of the St. Clair School District mm -hmm. go to... To bear all. To bear all once they are outed on OnlyFans. Uh, and now it's just becoming a cottage industry all over the country, except now it's applying to Chick-fil-A. Oh. Uh, Jackson's uh, link this morning, wonderful... Uh, a Florida woman quit her job at Chick-fil-A to become an OnlyFans model in Los Angeles and has managed to rake in $14,000 a week. $14,000 uh, okay. a week. Let's see what that is. If she... <sighs> Who are we going with there? 728000 Sweet mother of mercy. Kylie Rocket's a stag star. Kylie Rocket. I wonder if this is the same Kylie Rocket. I mean, how many Kylie Rockets can there be? I don't know of any, Tim. Kylie Rocket, 22, was working at Chick-fil-A, where she made a measly $13 an hour, when in 2019 she played a small role in adult film that earned her $1,000 a day. However, the Orange Park native's work quickly got around her small town and her Christian-influenced job, and she was forced to quit. After rumors spread about her, quote, then I was contacted by someone inviting me to film a scene for an adult movie. The payment was $1,000, so I did it, but I went back to work at the chicken shop, which caused me some problems. It was a nightmare for me. People would come up to me in the store and shout out my character's name. Oh. Her boss, quote, lost trust in her and said she felt depressed about the whole thing. I went from being their star training director who could wrap 24 sandwiches in four minutes. <laughs> wow. That's a hell of a stat. Yeah. To being a big joke. Financially, it was a blessing in disguise for the 22-year-old, who even after several promotions could hardly pay her bills and couldn't afford vacations or nice clothes. 
As she neared her 18th birthday, she began talking to the models she followed on social media, which eventually led her to the adult film industry. She devised a plan with her twin sister to quit the popular chicken chain that she had worked at since she was 15. And the only thing that I kept from the chicken shop was my name badge. After quitting, she packed her bags and moved to Miami, where she felt famous as she was always, quote, in demand as a model. Shortly after, she started OnlyFans in 2020 and then started making $14,000 a week doing photo shoots. How about that? Yeah. Well, you can't blame them. And they're calling that. It's got to be the Kylie Rocket that I'm familiar with. Kylie Rocket's, like, legit. Is she in porn? Yeah, if it's okay. the one I'm thinking of, and it kind of looks like her. In the article, it says, who got into the porn industry. Well, I wouldn't consider OnlyFans the porn industry. Doug, would you say. consider OnlyFans the porn industry? Uh, I haven't seen OnlyFans account, but I assume it's kind of an offshoot of the porn industry. Depending on what you do. Well, how many people are, are not doing pornographic stuff on OnlyFans? The girl we interviewed the other day. She started by just showing feet and doing solo stuff. She wasn't with another guy having sex. Well, solo stuff meaning what? I don't know. She said it was kind of vanilla, vanilla. Well, I doubt she was fully dressed, just sitting on a chair talking. I doubt that was the no, solo stuff she talked There are, there are people on OnlyFans who don't have sex. So I wouldn't consider OnlyFans a, a porn site. But much of it is, Much right? of it is, but it's not. I mean, if you go to browsers, it's going to be porn. If you go to Pornhub, it's a porn. If you go to OnlyFans, it's not all porn. But mostly. I'd say the majority of it, yeah. So okay. I, but if there's anything that's not porn, then I wouldn't consider it a porn site. Think about that. Well, I don't know. I think if there is porn on there, then it is a porn site. All right, we talk porn on the show. Would you consider this a porn show? Yes. Yes. Well, we don't do porn. We talk about it. We, we talk a little it. bit of sports on the show. Would you consider this a sports show? Kind of. Yes. You know, I can't win. <laughs> <laughs> Well, those jobs at, like, Chick-fil-A fast food, they're, they're not really meant to be a lifetime career unless you're going to the managerial program. So it's not stunning that those people would try to look for anything to better their lives. Iggy, so an attractive lady diddling her Skittle isn't porn. That's from Hoosier Daddy. What was that? <laughs> so an attractive lady diddling her Skittle isn't porn. That's from Hoosier Daddy. Well, I don't know if she did that or not. She said she did soul stuff, but I don't know. But what do you think? I think, solo stuff I think she is? said she she very rarely getting getting working around the green. <laughs> I thought she said like she, Paul Simon after Garfunkel. That was soul stuff. I thought she said she very rarely got naked. Uh, I she doubt said it. And she said if you want to pay for it, but on OnlyFans, if you want to pay extra, but my OnlyFans account, I never got naked. Well, who's gonna pay an OnlyFans girl if she's not naked or doing something unusual? I don't know. You have to ask her. Can we get Kylie Rocket on? Didn't we, have the, the other girl. didn't we have the two girls, remember, that came to our golf tournament once that were doing foot pictures? Yeah, that was one from PP Corp's friend, Tiffany Smooth. And they had 12 followers. Right. 12, who probably thought they were going to get more than, more than they got when they made the payment. Is that a fair assumption? You don't think that I don't they think were hoping to get pay. 12 followers? No, I don't think people would pay to see I random I can't believe there's 12 out there. Thousand people showing feet on there. You just happen to pick Tiffany Smooth to show her feet. And you need to pay to see someone's feet. Yeah, I mean, you, summertime, just go sit in a park and you can see them all yeah. you want. Why don't you get a job in a shoe store? Get paid to look at feet. It's a bad idea. Ah! <laughs> yeah, but you can't get a 
can't get hard and enjoy <laughs> oh, yourself. I, oh. well, you could, but you get fired, but... Oh. Do you have a microwave they couldn't tell? Oh, yeah. I saw one last night on... God. What do you mean you saw one last night? Yeah, I was... I'm, How are you, honey? <laughs> I'm re-watching Euphoria. And what's that about? It's it's Jackson asked me if you and you you know all about the intricacies or <laughs> intricacies. That's not right. <laughs> Synchronicity police album eighty three. Is that right? Synchronicity. Yeah. Intricacies. You know the intricacies of what goes into movies and TV shows. We should both do you stop think, trying to say four syllable words. Do you think euphoria? <laughs> do you think euphoria would be maybe to throw in a little bit of comedy, just a little comedic relief there because this is the darkest show I've ever seen, man. Has it already been canceled? Uh, the new season they're claiming is going to come out in 2025. And that's... A little delay. Yeah. Uh, 83 yeah. on that synchronicity album, Tim. Of course it is. Yeah, I just think they throw a little bit of comedic scene in there once to me. Just anything because it's so... What dark. is it about? Teenage angst. Yeah. Drug addiction. Drug addiction. Oh, yeah. and well, depression. And... But they... The cat girl who puts a thing on her face and does uh, videos. Some guy wanted to be berated and paid her for it, and he had a, look at this, what do you think of this? And it was like a nub. Oh, make, make fun of it. Make, And they always show, right at the beginning of the show, some strong sexual content and nudity, which may disturb some people. You know why they do that? No. At the beginning? Why? Without, except for just, hey, there's going to be smoking nudity language. What are they doing? Because they show too much ween. Oh. Hmm. Well, there's that would nothing, make sense there's, nothing then, dis, it? there's nothing graphic about it. There's nothing disturbing about it, except there, there's male genitalia. <laughs> More probably than boobs. Is that why you watch it? No, I wish they wouldn't, but then I saw a nub last night. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Huh, so you're watching a, de a depressing show yeah, I don't know why I keep that features it, nubs. It is, it is depressing. I mean, there's some episodes where it's all Zendaya... Just effed up. The whole show. How is, is that entertaining? Well, there's a lot of entertaining aspects to the show, but there's some that's just very depressing and dark. When you say there are entertaining aspects, do you mean nubs? Cut <laughs> off. <laughs> no, I mean some of the the plots, like the the one guy's father is uh, had sex with a transvestite. Oh. Doug, you ready to get into this show or what? <laughs> it doesn't sound like it's right up my alley. And the transvestite goes to high school with her, with his son, and he didn't know it. Now they're blackmailing each other, and there's a lot, there's a lot of twists and turns to it. But anyway, okay. you think right. that girl has a ween, Jackson? Which, which girl? Hunter Schaefer. Yeah, I think she has a ween. I don't know. I it's not my favorite. I don't, I don't really like Barry Levinson's work. Or no, I'm sorry, not Barry Levinson. Sam Levinson, Barry's son. Did the show The Idol with the weekend? That was hot garbage. She started oh. to have sex with two guys, and I don't know. They know she transitioned, and she has boobs because she's gotten topless. I just wonder if she has a ween. Oh. Oh, gosh. Yeah, I think the Tigers can take him if they can avoid <laughs> the turnovers. <laughs> I've been reading some good columns during the first hour today. Uh, Doug, uh, Georgia uh, has shut down. Uh, team's number one slot receiver averaging only 43 yards. So oh. uh, Luther Burden is going to be challenged to get to those 96 mm -hmm. yards. Uh, does that concern you, or are they just going to go Speedy Johnson all day, play action after they establish the run with Cody Schrader? What do we got? Right. Well, Mizzou has other receivers to go to if they want to double-team Burden. Weiss. Yeah. 
Mookie. Th- they can throw at other people. They don't have much of a Northfleet. It's Northfleet season. Yeah. It, he's kind of emerged the last couple weeks as being a bit of a short yardage threat. So, I, yeah, I would think if they want to double team him with their best DBs, that that would open some opportunities for some other wideouts. I don't think that would be necessarily a, a killer for Mizzou. Going up against Dominic Lovett. What kind of year is he having? Uh, he's come on in the last couple weeks. Well, that kind of sounded like a Francesca comment. <laughs> Started slow, but that's to be expected with a new guy on a new team. Okay. I mean, we saw him front and center last year. He's a great player. Yeah. Okay. Well, I we'll bet keep you he out. goes for 150 in a teddy. Damn, Puck. Love it? Really? Wow. 150 is a lot of yards. Yeah, it is. How do you do? That's like Luther Burden against Memphis level. Yeah, Burton will put up some yards, too. You think so? I mean, that's... He ta- I mean, you have to target him as much as you can. I mean, he's got to be the focal point if you want to try to win. So well, I would assume just by the amount of time they look for him, he's probably going to get in get his yards. You're going to be able to watch the game, or are you at Johnson shut Oh, yeah, that's right, Paul. You're going to be able to watch it. I'll be watching the game. I bet you'll have some takes, though, on Monday. Oh, yeah. Trust me, there's a lot of Cardinal games I never watch and then I get hot takes about. <laughs> yeah. comments yeah. right up my alley, actually. <laughs> See what we got, Doug. Uh, 15 and a half is the number. 55 and a half is the total. Um, first half total points, 27 and a half. Georgia total points, 50, 35 and a half. Missouri over under 19 and a half. Any of those sound good to anybody? Oh. Missouri's total points is interesting. You like, you like the over on Missouri's total points? Yeah, and maybe the under on the first half total. Did you say 27 in the hay? No, you like that 27 in the hay? I don't, I don't like the hay part. 27 in the hook? Yeah, maybe the under in that. So, like, Missouri over total 19 and a half for the game, but under? The total under for the first half. Got it. I think that game script would go best for Missouri. Obviously, scoring more than 19 and a half points would be great, but under on the first half would be optimal. Unless they're up. I mean, 26 nothing. That would not be great. Colonel posted a uh, poll in Power Mizzou. Doug, did you vote in this Gallup poll? I didn't this time. No. Colonel will be with us. Uh, we were texting like at 545 this morning. Uh, the question is the following, and it's a Gallup poll with like 1,400 votes. Okay. All right. Let's see what we got here. What would satisfy you Saturday? And the question is as follows. How would you answer? What result will leave you okay on Saturday. A win, anything less than a win doesn't matter. A one-score loss, not a win, but proving you can compete with the elite. A competitive loss, more than one score, but not a blowout. Or no injuries, have no hope for this game. Blowout is fine, just win the last three. No. no the only one is the win. All right, we're on That's the same the page on okay. that. No, I mean, but, but saying okay, it's like, I mean, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be functioning fine at 7 mm-hmm. o'clock no matter what happens. Mm-hmm. But as far as, and I recognize it's not likely, so it's a tough question to answer. Um, what do you think, the Plowhawk, uh, I know you're not necessarily a fan, but you're certainly a keen observer. Is that fair, Doug? Keen sure it observer? is. Look how keen he is. What's the question? Oh, you didn't listen. You did not listen. I was half listening. Okay. What result will leave you okay on Saturday? Oh. A win, anything less than a win doesn't matter. That's option one. One score loss, not a win, but proving you can compete with the elite. A competitive loss, more than one score, but not a blowout. 
no injuries, have no hope for this game, blowout is fine, just win the last three. Those are your four choices. Either the last one or the no one No injuries? Where, yeah, one where it's a close game. If you loot this, you want to make sure you win the next three. I think I'd be more positive with that than a close loss, but you don't really have guaranteed wins. I think what he's saying there is no injuries. I mean, because you say, well, just win the last three, it's, it's, you won't know that on Saturday. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I it, would say one score competitive game is probably the – I mean, that's the outcome that is more likely, right? If they lose this one, I won't be that, that interested in the last three games. Same really? here. Yeah, same here. I hope they win them. But, of course. You know, if they don't, eh. yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, I'll certainly be interested in pulling from the standpoint of I hope they win, but, like, the amount of intrigue, this is incredibly mm-hmm. unique. These opportunities don't come around all that often. And yeah, I, yeah. you don't remember, oh, that team that nearly beat X, Y, or Z. I just, I, I don't, I don't get Jackson, how do you answer this question since you're hardcore? Y'all know me, man. It's winter bust. Look at that. All right. Winter bust. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm done with, uh, well, we kept it competitive, and, you know, we can hang with the big dogs. I'm tired of hanging with the big dogs. I want to beat the big dogs and become a big dog. Right. So Missouri's had a football program since they started playing college football. Yeah. There's no reason you have to take a knee to anybody. Right. The idea that, like, just because they're Georgia means you can't win is nonsense. I yeah. will say I'm kind of shocked about the reaction of you two not – Fully invested if they lose. Not um, maybe that invested is a different word. Not, you're not really going to be too interested in the last three games. Ten and two in a January bowl from where they were at the last I mean, four nice. years. I mean that's but, but, but that's I, I, I get what you're saying. To me, the jury is already in that the program has made progress. I thought the program made progress last year, but record-wise, it didn't appear that way. And I and had they beat Wake Forest, had they? I mean, honestly, I I have to remind myself that they played Wake Forest, you know, and the very hot Sam Hartman, who we spent a good amount of time discussing mm-hmm. his beauty yesterday. Oh, because um, it just said, Matt, you're not playing the same team that played in September, October, and November most of the time. You know what I mean? Most mm-hmm. of the time at this point, the best players check out for the bowl games. It's different. In 1997 and 1998, I was fully invested in the bowl games. But you have an opportunity for a championship here. And albeit, it's not likely. But if you want to build momentum with a program, you build momentum to have an opportunity like tomorrow. You don't build momentum to be competitive. You build momentum for championships. And... The, the results of the poll, um, Jackson, have you looked at this Gallup poll? JWB Midwest 5, is that your username? Uh, JB Midwest 5. Oh, yeah. for you yeah, like that, Doug? JB Midwest. I don't Air post. Really? I don't post. I, I, I'm a voyeur. Plowk, you got rid of your account? Yeah, I ain't paying for that. <laughs> what would it cost you? I pay $100 a year. Really? Yeah. Yeah, KG and O-Town asked me if I'm still paying for it. I'm like, no, nah, I... F- well, I wasn't paying for it in the beginning anyways. Um, what do you think the results are, Jackson, with those four options? Mm, I'll say the most is the keep it competitive, and then the second most, and not by a big margin, is win or nothing else. Uh, win, anything less than a win doesn't matter. That's 40% of the vote. One score loss, not a win, but proving and compete with the elite. That's 29.2%. Competitive loss, more than one score, but not a blowout. That's 24.3%. And then no injuries, have no hope for this game. Blowout is fine. Just win the last three. That's 6.3%. There you go. Okay, so backwards. Mm-hmm. Good. I like that the fan base is, is 
not looking for consolation prizes. Yeah, they shouldn't. Well, if they if they lose and they finish ten and two, nine and three, when the season's over, we can look back and say, boy, that was a nice step they took, and hopefully that'll help with recruiting. It'll lead to even better things. Transfer in the portal, more importantly. Yeah, but for now, I'm going to be disappointed if they don't win the whole thing. They're, yeah, and there's even though they're not they're not likely right. to, I wouldn't the level bet a lot of, of money on it happening. The level of disappointment for a Missouri fan tomorrow would be a hell of a lot different than a level of disappointment for a Georgia fan tomorrow. I don't know who would disagree with that statement, mm-hmm. but these opportunities don't come around often, and I don't know if if that is lost on some. Uh, it doesn't matter. It doesn't impact me one way or the other. Whatever people's expectations or hopes are. But I'm like, man, I have been watching and following this program since I can remember being at Faro Field when they played Notre Dame in 1984. And this would be the biggest win since then, without question. I, and the only one that I would compare it to would be Kansas. But as Kerry Davis was saying, a guy who won a Super Bowl and beat Ohio State is an upset with, with Illinois, uh, that... You know, beating Kansas, even though Kansas was ranked where they are, is different than beating Georgia as two-time defending national champion and uh, in their place. You know, the Kansas thing, it was incredible. I mean, don't get me wrong, but I don't think anybody was like, God, I hope Missouri can beat Kansas. I think people who observed college football knew Missouri was a better team. You didn't know what would happen. In this case, Georgia's a better team, most likely, but... You know, you don't get these opportunities all that often. I mean, for real, I'm, I'm talking about, I think you go back to 1998 for a true road game where both teams, Missouri and their opponent, were playing for something in November. Yeah. Kansas game was at Arrowhead, neutral site. So that's why, I mean, I'm just like, hey, it kind of gives, gives you an idea. Not to say that you got to wait another 25 years. Point being, it, even from the standpoint of game where it really meant something for both teams, you got to go back to 2014. And either the Alabama game or, you know, yeah, I mean, that would be it. Alabama in the SEC championship where both teams are still competing for some form of a championship. In that case, Alabama would still compete for the national championship. Missouri probably wouldn't have gotten into the college football playoff even if they beat Alabama because they had a random loss to Indiana that September and lost to Georgia as well. So a two-loss Missouri wasn't getting in even if they beat Alabama. But this year it's still out there. And I don't know, man. It's such a wide delta. People ask me if I'm betting on it or if I emotional risk management. Emotional risk management's when you kind of expect them to win or you think it's a coin flip. You know, I look at it as Missouri wins as 25 to 30% of the time. And that might be high. But I got to tell you, I think it, it could be low. I'm just not, I don't know what Georgia is. And I think Missouri might be really good. But that kind of goes against what. People look at programs based on their history and not necessarily knowing about the teams and the individuals because they change from year to year, and sometimes they change from week to week based on injuries. And and I think Missouri is a better team now than they were in September. And so as the season progresses, wins can look better or they can look less impressive. And and right now I think the Kansas State win is starting to look even better. And if Kansas State wins at 11 o'clock tomorrow in Austin, it makes makes that thing even more impressive because Kansas State's at the top of the Big 12. Yeah, I think, I mean, when you look at Mizzou's season so far, I know they lost to LSU, but they've been the better team on the field pretty much every single game. You know, I think they actually played better against LSU than they did Kansas State. I agree with you on that. So, As far as, like, when they were firing on all cylinders in the first half against LSU, that was something else. 
I think the final three quarters against Kentucky was the most dominating they were. Yeah, uh, first half of South Carolina and a close second because they defensively were monsters. But against Kansas State, like they let that tight end just bully them. Yeah. And since then, they've gotten much better on zeroing in on guys and then getting to the quarterback. When you have a non-mobile quarterback like Georgia does, he can't do the Jaden Daniels. No, pretty much nobody can do the Jaden Daniels thing, but he can't escape. So if you can get the pressure there like they did against South Carolina or even half of that, you're going to be in a much better position to win. Well, this will be the most exciting build-up to a game for a long time, which makes it all the more strange that someone would go to Johnson shut-ins instead of watching the game. Uh, <clears throat> no, I don't need to watch it. I'll be, uh, I mean, if it, I don't know. I still gave Missouri, I'm still giving Missouri an 18% chance to win. And I saw there was a probability of like a 33% chance of them winning. It was a broken down well, graph. Man, it looked like from a legit college football. That, that's, that's interesting. I mean, the math in Las Vegas tells you, you know, approximately 20%, just shy of that. Yeah. Plus 525. I mean, approximately. But, Doug, you never know how much Internet access you'll have out there. And I'm, I'm concerned I've never about been it. out there, so I'm not even sure what to expect. Can you gotta get it on your phone, maybe? That's what I'm going to try to do. But, you know, I could be ball deep in a four-mile hike. Uh, Balls deep in a four-mile four hike? You'd four miles and watch this game? Yes, Doug. You would? It's good exercise. I eat like crap, so it's like this is the only walk... thing that, like, sustains me. You like, can walk to get at any time. Yeah, but we got the pop out for a reason. Oh, We're gonna make some pop, s'mores. Pop. Oh yeah. Oh. Doug, okay. I'll celebrate with you guys on Monday after a big dub. All right. Is that the first you'll hear of it? You know, the news won't even reach the Johnson shut-in territories. Yeah, man. Do you have a tweet loaded? I'll have a couple in the draft. I only you have to schedule. Video. Yeah, and then schedule I schedule your tweet. And then I and then I have to screenshot my Drinkowitz pictures so yeah. they're right there close in queue in my photo album so i don't have to keep scrolling through you should, just, sure. you should schedule the cigar picture because either way if they win obviously it'll have merit and if they lose it'll be hilarious will you yeah. come hard after me if they get blown out i yeah i think i'm all act for drinks job especially that he missed on wingo yeah. and it was obviously his fault that they didn't get wingo uh-huh. so <laughs> I think. be a good time to take a shot at him he would appreciate that himself i'm sure i think he i think he looks at twitter right after a huge probably it's a little weird that the folks with tiger tails on their pontiacs pontiacs they don't even make those anymore who say they want to compete for a national championship also celebrate that dork smoking cigars after his sixth win that's from turvis parish i don't know i don't know what that means no i don't either if they lose, I will mentally move on to basketball. You will? You'll give up on them just no, like that? No, but like that's where my like emotional risk will go into is the basketball season. When do they play their to. first game? Uh, nobody good, but the second game is against Penny Hardaway, right the night before Tennessee game. That's right. I think we go. Uh, their first opponent, Doug, is on November 6th, and they will be playing, you want to take a guess? Can I have initials, please? A-R-P-B. A-R-P-B. Arkansas Pine Bluff, Doug. Dangerous squad. A-R-P-V? P-B. P-B. Arizona Riverfront Park Boulevard. That's correct. I've never even heard of them. Throw out rivers in Arizona? Yeah. I'm sure that team's on their schedule, though, that you just named. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Tim said the damn name. (laughs) Okay. 
Arkansas Pine Bluff. So oh. they actually, it's a lot different than last year. They play Memphis uh, the second game, and then the fourth game they take on Minnesota. So some Clem Haskins is okay. back again, second mention of the hour. Right. I think Illinois has the third hardest schedule in the country. Is that right, really? Yeah. We play Marquette almost immediately, second or third game of the year, and Shock then Big Ten smart. is an absolute gauntlet. See you on the 22nd, bro. <clears throat> yeah. So, yeah, we have a – this is uh, going to be a hard one. I'm so effing hype. We're burying these damn Bulldogs. That's from KG and O-Town. There's no reason not to be cocky. I mean, you're expected to lose by 15. Yeah. You know, you might as well have that. That number opened at 18 and a half, by the way, Stanford Steve said yeah, this that's, morning. I heard that. I heard. I that thought game. it was 17 and a half, but, I mean, that's that's a substantial drop. Have you looked at uh, our site, Jackson, to see if the money's still on Missouri? Uh, volume has moved more towards Georgia, but the money has remained on Missouri. So there's that. Hmm. Also, Tim, in your uh, the theory you have about uh, teams who get big home wins and have to go on the road the next week, Kansas is going to Iowa State this weekend. Ah, I see what you're saying. So then you're saying to take Iowa State. Yeah, it's a night game in Ames. They get fired. Iowa State's uh, still in the mix for the Big 12. Everybody's still in the mix for the Big 12. Uh, Kansas is getting two and a half. So Iowa State wins by a field goal. You get paid. 82% 82% oh. of the money of the 14,000 bets is on Missouri. Yep. 66% of the number of bets is on Missouri. So that's a pretty decent discrepancy. It's not huge. A lot of people are on pit this week against Florida State. Now they're getting 21 and a half. I always avoid those three touchdown spreads. Why? I don't know. Like if a team's up 24, like 21 and the spread's 24, like how motivated they had to get in a field goal. I don't know. It seems like dangerous pool. Oh. Dangerous pool. Okay. I don't know how you have time to watch all these games when you're still watching all the movies and <laughs> the series on HBO. You know about all of those. How much time do you spend in front of the TV every day? Not that much. I mean, I don't watch every single college football game that goes on. Virgin, you are dead to me. If they lose, I'm on to basketball? I hope you're forced to have anal this weekend. That's from oh. Morrison with Wacko. Well, my emotion, because Missouri would have no shot of going to Atlanta or the college football playoff. Like they would watch. be eliminated. Yeah, so I will mentally move on. Like, I'll move my emotional risk onto the basketball team. But usually I do that much earlier in the year, so this is nice. Okay. Well, you would still, I guess you wouldn't have 48 hours before the weekend's here, though, would you? I can start thinking about it now. Tables at the Mizzou Bar in Chicago sold out in one minute. It's dotem-style hype going on. That's from the horny banker. He's in Chicago, I guess. Mizzou Bar in Chicago where they'll be watching the football game. Okay. I'm rooting for you, pal. That's from Big Tuft. Thanks, Tuft. I'm root for Missouri. Don't root for me, baby. Is that mother effer going to read a book during the game? That's from Steve (laughs) in Wildwood. No, not during the game. Jackson revealed he... Didn't watch a Blues game last week because he was reading a book, and as you might imagine, that didn't play well. There just isn't any place for that, Jackson. I, I mean, I was I got in bed. It's how I like to settle into bed, like 30 minutes, so avoid the blue light, and it puts me right to bed. Well, who reads books anymore? People. That's so 20th century. <laughs> Madison reads books. Nothing wrong with reading. Some people do the audiobook thing. Yeah. Some people do the Kindle. I like a, I like to actually have the text in my hand. If I don't have a podcast text. that's uh, I'm locked into, I will, I'll go audibling. Yeah. I don't know. This is something I like to do. 
little fiction, a little story time. And you found that more important. Mm, it's what I wanted to do more. Yeah. Now, this is interesting, and this really isn't on brand for the audience, and I think it's a, Doug, you'd call it a one-off. I hope Mizzou wins because then Jackson will be happy, and that makes me happy. It's from Mud Puppy. I actually think oh. there are plenty of people who couldn't care any less about Missouri football who are cheering for them to lose just to see us be unhappy. Really? Doug, they call it schadenfreude. You ever heard of that? Schadenfreude. Oh, uh, well. But that's, you know, it's, I that's guess. Right. It would only be people that that cheer for other teams right? or vote for other teams. <laughs> yeah, cheering is so outdated. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, our vote. We vote now. <laughs> Thanks, Bud Puppy. That's a nice thing to say. Look at that. Well, you won't be down if, by Monday, will you? If He was still upset about the LSU game on Monday. Really? Yeah, yeah. He, wasn't, he was not in a good place. And no. I didn't realize he was still not in a good place until we went into our safe space of balloon party. Well, after a tough loss, as a young man especially, you should go out on the town and maybe paint it red instead of going to bed and reading. I don't... <laughs> I didn't go to bed and read right after the LSU. <laughs> okay. I still have fun. It's All like right. not weird. I don't think it's weird for people to read. I don't I, know. I think it's Especially on the weeknight, like when you're not... Like, I go to bed at like 10 o'clock. It's mm. a lot of balls from Doug who had, what, two tuna sandwiches in one week <laughs> to call out a guy for reading a book. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm over that now. You it's got over your addiction? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Guys, is college people. football the only sport where there is even an argument amongst fans about paying attention after your team is eliminated mm. from any sort of a championship? It's from the 314. Uh, yeah, probably, but that's just that, that's, that's that's not unique to Missouri fans, you know. That's a, now, if Missouri was a, undefeated and happened to lose, had that well, win you're still in the LSU, mix for he's still in the mix. Yeah, right. yeah so like I, if you were a basketball team and you – Lost a bunch in a row and said, we're not going to get to the tournament. You would lose interest in the rest but of the But they year. do have the, I mean, look at what slew women did. I know this is completely what? random, but I promise it. What it, sport? I mean, in basketball, like at least in basketball regular season in college, you're losing a bunch of games, but you still have a fighting chance to win your tournament. Right. Auto bid. So, I, I you know, slew, I, told, I said, was a great example. I think they were like 12 and 16 or 11 and 16 or something ridiculous, and they ended up winning the cha- you know in their A10 and get to the tournament and football you don't have that like no. those regular season losses those are done well, sure. you have no other options of that and I'll still be paying attention to Missouri football and rooting for Missouri football but emotionally I will not be in the same state I would have been if they beat Georgia that's correct that's obvious yeah. though right like people right. should understand that yeah but I mean, and I think most people do I think most people just will withdraw but then there is a wing of the fan base that wants you know the New Year's Bowl, and I understand it. I mean, that's great, but what I'm saying is these bowl games now, you don't see the same teams that were competing in September, October, and November because the best players sit them out, and it really doesn't matter. But I've been saying that regarding bowls for a while, which also irritates a wing of the fan base. Mm -hmm. I'm not doing it to irritate them. I'm just telling you how I personally feel. You're welcome to enjoy them. Please do. As a matter of fact, more enjoyment for all, Doug. Oh, yeah. I would just like to see Jackson embrace the state football team and put down the Shakespeare a little bit. <laughs> just me. I will, like, if they lose to Georgia, I'll still hang out with my friends and go out that night. Who are you going out with, him. Wolfman? <laughs> Wolfman. There's a buddy named Wolfman. Oh, yeah. gosh. He's Memphis. He's Memphis proud, so he won't be here. But, um... I will. Uh, I will certainly go out with my friends. The drinking is different, though. After a loss, it's like a. You drink more or less? No, about the same. It's just downtrodden. The vibes aren't as high. If they win, you know. You're not celebrating. You're drowning your sorrows. Right, and then if you win, yeah, it's 
tequila shots and everyone's getting Pony. excited. Yeah, it's super fun, you know, and I like that. I, I love that. Do you take your books with you when you go to the bars? <laughs> no, that guy. only to the bathroom for recreation. No. If Mizzou loses, maybe Jackson could look for comfort in the arms of a woman or on the dance floor at Wheelhouse. Love you. That comes from girl that went to Mizzou for gerbilism? <laughs> oh. Now another female list. I just don't think they had that course of study when I was there. I wish they did. I would have signed up. You would have majored in that? It would have been interesting. Gerbil, definitely study abroad, if you know what I mean. Oh. Crevices. Ah. The Chicago Mizzou bar is called LP's Tap House. Some absolute smokes hang out there during Mizzou games. That's from the 314. Doug, why do I go up to LP's, LP's Tap House? Watch it here. <laughs> yeah, but LP's the smokes are there. Tap House. Ton of my friends who went to Mizzou live in Chicago now. Guys, when I saw the Virgin dancing at Tin Roof by himself, it was after a Mizzou win. That's mm. Morrison with Wacko. Would you dance solo if they win? Uh, yeah, I'd dance with anyone who wanted to dance with me. Wow, how about that? Anyone, Open invitation. Anyone. What cocktail lounge would you go to if they won so the people can know? Yeah. Um, depends on the area that we watch the game at. Where are you watching the game, baby? Where are you watching the game? Uh, we're in between two spots. We're in between the Armory uh, and a different like just a sports bar that we're not sure of yet, but I'm hoping we go to the Armory because they got a big screen and they're putting on the game audio through the big speakers, and that's oh. huge for me. I can't stand when going to a bar and not hearing the game audio. Yeah, so it becomes like a party. Does Ballpark Village do that? Uh, yeah, I bet they have some like that going on. Um, so it might be at the Armory, and then if we're there, uh, anywhere is possible. I would hope probably Soulard, so like Molly's or McGurk's. Yeah. That's kind of my favorite two spots. What Colleen Hoover book is Jackson on now? I'm also getting messed up at Pink Galleon, whether Mizzou wins or loses. That's from Mud Puppy. <laughs> uh, I just bought a new book. It's called The Girl in Cabin 10. Oh, Lord, that sounds hideous. Stephen Wildwood is about to leave my drop. By Ruth Ware. What's that about? Uh, it's a little mystery thriller. Young journalist goes on a luxury yacht and things go awry. <laughs> There's no way a young journalist could be on a luxury yacht unless no. it's the weekend job. Travel journalist, so uh, doing a little puff piece, but things go awry. Oh, gosh. Yeah, really liking it. Oh, man, that's disappointing. That's what they'd, I like. they'd probably take that right away from you if you tried to get in a ballpark. For you <laughs> Virgin, if they win, you can have an invite to the private party at Algonquin. That's from Orson Woods Wacko. Mm. There's a private party at Algonquin tomorrow? Wow. Only if they win, though. <laughs> <laughs> if they lose, it'll be canceled. Yeah, I, I doubt it. I mean, I appreciate the invite, but probably, probably That's never. a no? You're not going? Well, you know, I'll be with my friends. Oatmeal? Uh, no, oatmeal, unfortunately. Won't you want to ritz your country club? <laughs> Herb? No, I, I, I won't say anything about Algonquin. Not with Wars and Woods Wacko listening. Oh, okay. I'll take me a task. All right. Iggy, you going to watch the game? Yeah. Where will you be watching it? My couch. Oh. Okay. Yeah, that's probably the best place for me, too. Yeah. I got a recliner, which is a pretty sweet well, spot. Kind of makes you unrelatable. A little table right next to it sure. for the beverages and the snick snacks and remote control. I've really got everything I could possibly want right there in that one little spot. I don't want to, my boy to see me like this. That's what I worry about. I don't want my boy to see me like this. I feel like I scared him during the LSU game. Because you were so upset? I just was, I was intense. I'm more intense watching Missouri football than anything else. 
you know, and I don't know what that's about. I just know that. But it reminded me, I bet it reminded him, reminded me of how I was when my dad was watching Notre Dame when I was mm. a kid. So I hated when Notre Dame would play when I was super young because that meant my dad would be all fired up and it oh. would freak me out. Did he have to retreat to his quarters and go into the fetal position or anything? Your son? My young he, son, no. When he, he saw not. you like that? No. no. He was okay with it? He was just... confused by the yeah. Tigers playing the Tigers, and I didn't have a great explanation for that. Mm-hmm. So I said, just focus on it's LSU and Missouri. But he couldn't tell who was who because the black and anthracite. And... Right, not surprising. Right. Yeah. See, we're getting a whole new generation confused as to what team Missouri is based on the uniforms. If you won't come, will you send her a ex gal over? She's smoking. That's from Orson Woods Wacko. I'm gonna do some some context here. I think he met Herb's ex gal, who he met when we were at homecoming. Ah, oh, that Herb man. Plowhawk always called it. He had a big hog, and now he's got oh. beautiful women around him. Yeah, yeah. Herb's actually uh, he's uh, out of the country right now. So where is he? Uh-oh, are you gonna move in? <laughs> no, 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 no. He's the one who wears three shades of brown. Indeed, indeed. Yeah. I got that shirt still. <laughs> yeah. Where is this herb now? He's got to wake up at like 4.30 in the morning to watch Mizzou, Georgia. But he's a true son, so he'll do it. He is a true son. Oh. That's right. He's a real one. He'll be in Japan. What in the hell is he doing in Japan? He's a man, he's a man of uh, travel. He's yeah. a man of travel. Wow. I like that he's a man of travel. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Shrimply Pibbles has sent in a picture of his wife. If this is his wife, I mean, she's legitimately good looking. Mm-hmm. You know? No doubt. And he says, you it's going to get Photoshop. weird with this one. Of the Tigers go off? LB3 How about you me- write a complete sentence one time before you send it? We got proofread better. Proof- proofread, send the sentence, run the grammar by someone else's near you, and then send us the message. You're so excited to send the message, you send it without even looking over it first. Now knock it off. Maybe he meant if the Tigers go off, it's going to get weird with this one. If the Tigers go yeah. off, LB3 gets me hot and bothered. Yeah. I LB3. What's LB3? Luther Burden III. Oh. Okay. Gosh. Tim, just have your son go read a book like a simp. That's from mm. Chairman Steve in Wildwood. Yeah. I feel like he's already left the mic drop mm-hmm. at this point. Reading books is good for any age. I, I, can, I can already hear it. Biggest so game of the year. <laughs> biggest game in a decade. Mm-hmm. Maybe biggest game in the last 50 years. And what's the media in this town doing? Yeah. Reading Read. books? Yeah, something from Oprah's, Oprah's book club. <laughs> this was a New York Times bestseller. Yeah. Aren't they all? Everyone who comes out with a book says it's on the New York Times bestseller list. I, I, I don't disagree. I was at Barnes & Noble, and there is like, there's got to be a cottage industry of these authors writing I, strong reviews for everyone else's book. 100% true story. I don't think I've ever told it before. It's not all that interesting, but it ties into what you boys just were talking about. I was in line for a cocktail, like a cocktail, mm-hmm. at uh, the AVNs. I think this was the year where the fleshlight blimp was flying around, so that would have been 2016. And my wife and I got a picture with Keisha Gray that we used as our Christmas card. Oh. And in line, we got chatted up by a lady. And I didn't think it was like she was interested in, you know, engaging. Right, no. But she was chatting a little older, a little bulkier. Oh. So she said, uh, I don't even know how it came up, but she said, yeah, I, I wrote a book about some topic. 
And she said, yeah, I'm a New York Times best-selling author. Oh, and, she, and I guess maybe I had, she had asked what I did, and I said, she goes, it really would help your career if you could become a New York Times best-selling author. I go, well, I'm not a writer. She goes, but it's so easy to become a New York Times-selling oh, author. Yeah. It's like, it seems like it might be something you buy. I don't know. I mean, I guess, I, I think just getting called that, if you're on the list, I don't know how yeah. deep the list is. She goes, you have no idea how many speaking engagements I get because that I'm a New York Times best-selling author. Yeah, it's a, it's a big headline to put in front of the yeah. person's name. And I don't, yeah. But I mean, it seems like there are thousands upon thousands of New York Times best-selling. So right. many. And then, like, like I was, like, looking around the mystery site, like, Stephen King's, like, best read in the decade. I was like, like, what? Like, I just think there's, like, a network where everyone just, like, pumps up each other's books because it's better for the greater good. I bet it's a big moneymaker for the New York Times. Yeah. You probably sure. pay to get that, and they'll say, sure, we'll make you a best. Well, we make, like, a TMA list. Uh-huh. Like, TMA best. Well, like fathers. It's like the rating system. You get the system. golden gerbil, like the stamp of approval on the book. Uh, the golden gerbil. <laughs> Just like a gold sticker, like, of a gerbil. <laughs> I like that, and I like that a lot, and I like Jeff Lottman a lot. I want to know what his pick is on Missouri. I'm going to text him and find out if he's on Missouri or Georgia, because oh. that guy's a sharp. Is he? He is. Lottie's Locks. He's online at J-E-F-F-L-O-T-T-M-A-N-N.com. That's J-E-F-F-L-O-T-T-M-A-N-N.com. Uh, check out JeffLotman.com to see his listings. He has been in the St. Louis market for 22 years, and he has half a billion dollars worth of sales. It's JeffLotman.com of uh, Compass Realty. He switched to Compass Realty because of the luxury experience they provide at Compass Realty. It's J-E-F-F-L-O-T-T-M-A-N-N.com. That's J-E-F-F-L-O-T-T-M-A-N-N.com. Jeff Lotman, uh, Compass Realty. All right, we will uh, close out the Munganass St. Louis Acura Alton Toyota 7 o'clock hour. It is 848. We are late for the hard 8 o'clock break. We're approaching the hard 9 o'clock break. Lisa Ann will be with us with two-part questions. The Design Air Heating and Cooling email. The day is coming your way. And we also have the drops of the week coming your way. Then Jackson and I head down the hallway at 10 o'clock. And the colonel is going to talk it over. He might, he might already be between the hedges. I know he's heading that way. Really? He might already be between the hedges. You know it's a big game on the road if Gabe is going because he does not leave Columbia. So, Colonel's going. You know, it's a big game. James Carlton's going. Programming note, Lisa Ann will be on the phone today. She is at Exotica in New Jersey. Oh. oh okay. Got you, got you. All right. All right, there you go. So, uh, Lisa Ann on the phone coming up at 9 o'clock. Send your emails in for the design, air, heating, and cooling email today, the morning after. At InsideSTL.com, that's at 945. Drops of the week coming up. This is TMA from the Make a Studios, all presented to you by Brown and Crippen.